You're listening to the Mobcast Network. He was texting me about, he watched the, the radio about Random Moss. Yeah, right. And watching that, and he was like, man, he was like, was, he was like that's exactly how it is back in the world. <laughs> he was like, he just, and he, I kept like talking to him. I was like, so is Randy Moss and El Hefe from the same part? Kinda, yeah. Like, he's from Rand, and well, they, Randy Moss is from Shilly, or, and were they neighbors? El Hefe, he said he, he, Jerry West is actually from where El Hefe's from. Oh, okay. And he, he's not too happy with Jerry West. We talked about that on our show because he, uh, he forgot where he came from. Like, he doesn't, like, people will ask him to come back and, you know, do stuff to support the town. Can like you remind Charity. our listeners who Jerry West is? Huh? Can you remind our listeners? Yeah. Just, uh, I like Lolo. how you look. I love how you looked at the. Uh, yeah, I didn't know we were. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's the logo. Oh, that's right, he's the logo. logo. The NBA he's, logo. He's from West Virginia, um, but El Jefe was upset. He was like, "Yeah, he's like, um, he forgot where he came from. Where he comes from, you know, he people always are like, hey, why don't you come here and have a dinner, sign some balls, you know, to pump some, you know, support into the town.'" And he's always like, "No, no, 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 no." I was like, well, I was like, I think that's more unique. Um, that's a more unique situation than Randy Moss not forgetting where he came from. I said, because usually West Virginians, you know, they're real good to come back and right. give back to their community. I said, that's really speaks weird about Jerry West to say that, that he doesn't, you know. Well, Jerry West, if you're listening to us, uh, we would love to have you here in West Virginia. Come back home. Sign some balls. Have some dinners. El Jefe Loco would love to meet El you. El Jefe Loco would love to meet you. You know, and he, when he when he talked about the, um, the NASCAR thing that he got for the uh, – Secret Santa when right, he was a kid. Right. He was glowing. He was glowing. We, we, we like a pregnant lady. You would love to you should you should love to do that to a uh he's twenty. He might not even be that old. Yeah, he's twenty. Is he twenty? He's twenty. To a nice twenty year old man. <laughs> man child. <laughs> Hello everyone. That was the our intro for this is episode eight of the weekly mopcast. I'm your host, your internet spirit guy. Internet yeah, Internet Native American Spirit Guide, Scotty, and to my left is... I am Aaron Lynch-Kelly. I'm your fantasy football juggernaut. You are a fantasy f- football juggernaut. I am, I am. I'm, I'm pretty stoked. I'm kind of bummed. You know, we're all in this league, a 10-man league. I drafted my team, and then I helped draft my dad and my nephew's team. Right. Uh, prior to this weekend, they were... The top four teams make the, you know, make the winner's bracket. Bottom four teams, or the next four teams, make the consolation bracket. Which you were in after having a hot streak. I, I also, uh, let me, let's talk about this for just a second because you know it's it's my show and I talk about myself from time <laughs> to time. Here it is, ready? If you recall, uh, weekly Mopcast listeners are four fans in the Mothman. Um, I started out in this league at the bottom. I was looking forward to getting a trophy. Yep. But I have worked my way past that and dug myself out of a hole to actually participating in a constellation bracket. And I think if I if that's the, not too shabby. You know what? Honestly, if the if the league was two more weeks, I probably could have gotten a winner's bracket. Yeah, with the way things are going, because yeah. I, I pulled out six wins in a row, six wins in a row. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, like I would have had four, three of the top four teams, if things would have panned out right this weekend in the in the winners bracket right. that I drafted. But instead, it's just two of us. So it's a 50-50 shot for me. Right. I, I think um, for me, uh, Drew Brees has been amazing, <laughs> and and I, at that and I had a, I mean I had a really good week anyway. So very happy. Um, before we go any further, because last week I forgot this, and so <laughs> I had to do some quick side editing to make this work. So um, this week's episode is uh, brought to sponsored uh, us by Validation, our friends with their glorious fun web comic, and so we can listen to their ad now. Validation, the web comic. 
written by Christian Baranek and Kelsey Crawford, follows the story of Allie, a transgender girl doing her best to live a fulfilling day-to-day -day life. Follow her triumphs and challenges as she dives into a sea of science fiction, web comics, cosplay, conventions, and of course, dinosaurs. Catch this charming webcomic every Monday and Thursday at validationcomic.com. Validation, the webcomic. Also, remember, uh, you can check out, go to validation.com, check out their uh, website. Uh, their own, um, Kelsey and Kristen are on uh, patron.com now. They're looking for, for uh, people to help sponsor them so they can put out more webcomics. So, you know, if you like the comic, go ahead and uh, hit them up on Patron. It's kind of like a Kickstarter, but not quite a Kickstarter. It's it's more of a, you know, it's like the old days. I I I commission an artist, or I, I like this artist, so I will give them money so they continue art. And so it's a good thing. It's a good program that, that's going on. So check it out. Check them out. Uh, go to validation.com. Check out the website, and you can definitely find out some more information from there. Huh. <laughs> Not that side of the way. Yeah, business is done. <laughs> <laughs> now to the fun part of the show. <laughs> so how, how's those Terminators? <laughs> Star Wars Terminators. The Star Wars Terminators. That's a, I think that'd be a good crossover. Good I, would, I would watch it. I would watch the hell out of it. <laughs> you think Star Wars would... Well, I guess they would team up with the Darth Vader, right? Not sure. Terminators. <laughs> that'd be pretty unstoppable. I right. Think. I would... I think they'd probably just go ahead and wipe the wipe the rebels off. Right, I'm hell. Of course, you know you have to force some lightsabers, and lightsabers are cool. Yeah, but still, Darth Vader and some Terminator, like an army of Terminators. Right, and he's he, mostly you know more man than machine. Yeah, so <laughs> I I don't know. He's basically a Terminator, a big black Terminator. He's a space Terminator. Space Terminator. Should be a show. That should be a show. Maybe we could do it. Space Terminator, copyrighted by. <laughs> you That's our idea. You can't have it. <laughs> We own rights to it. You can, you, we'll entertain you know, thoughts. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take negotiations. Yeah, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll definitely at Mobcast Network <laughs> on the tweets. <laughs> oh, speaking of good news, because oh, I just added that. Um, speaking of news, um, if you're not already listening to us this way, if you haven't figured it out, Mobcast Network is now on iTunes, and that's very, very exciting for us. Um, you know, one of those things that uh, I think that's going to help the network grow. Uh, we're, we're looking to get into the Android market next year. Um, and that's that's basically what's going to take is an upgrade in the in our current Podbean account. Right now we're, you know, we're paying for this, but we're you know, paying the on the on the cheap, because <laughs> we're poor college students yep. trying to trying to make this work. But um, we get more listeners. We're gonna we're gonna expand. Um, but I'm very happy you can get all the shows at uh, so you can look up. I looked. I did it uh, this morning. Yeah, you can go to iTunes on uh. Search for us under podcast, or if you have the podcast app already, you can search for us on the on the podcast app, Mopcast Network. And um, now, all the shows say explicit, but they're not all explicit. I mean, our show, you know, Mopcast, you know, weekly Mopcast, we we do our best to, to keep yeah. it pretty much clean, all ages. The radio drama is going to be all ages. Um, and but our sports show, we're, we're yeah, all clean. Yeah, the there. sports the sports shows, but the rest of them, you know, you know. <laughs> Well, they're a little salty, <laughs> a little blue, a little blue, which is which is fine, you know. Um, but the the thing is, is that um, because of the way the system is set up, yeah, I had to set them all. The network itself is all explicit, but um, so if you got little ones, you can listen to definitely listen to us with the, the you know, Mopcast network. You can listen to the weekly Mopcast, Chronicles Limbo, Triple uh, Nine Sports Show with no problems to your children's ears or your elderly ears or your whatever or your whatever or your, your ears, your ears, whatever you know. <laughs> We don't judge here. 
So, but well, that's exciting. I'm really happy about having us on uh, iTunes, and as soon as we get on the Android market, we will definitely let everyone know on that. So, it's awesome. I think it's pretty cool, right? I never thought ever thought I'd have anything on iTunes. It's really awesome how this has grown, like just out of you know just the little bit of yeah. I mean, we've, yeah, we've you know the network's been active for about ten weeks, and we've got um, twenty two shows up now on the very. And I'm you know I'm just very very happy about how everything's going and. That's thank you, thanks to our four listeners and the Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing what you do, Mothman. <laughs> I like how the Mothman's becomes kind of a you know uh, a little mascot for us. He gets, he gets, all, he gets the majority of our shout out. Right, <laughs> that in Delaware, Mothman yeah. in Delaware. Maybe yeah. Mothman lives in Delaware. Maybe, Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's what happened. And still, still shout out in Delaware. Delaware has not tweeted us. We need we need to know why you're listening. I mean. I'm happy that people yeah. are listening to Delaware. I just I don't know anyone in Delaware. I would like to meet people from Delaware. Just you know, if you're if you're listening, hit us up or you know either. Have you ever been? I've never been to Delaware. I've never been to Delaware. I mean, Delaware. if there's enough people, I will do a live show in Delaware. I think it'd be cool to go to Delaware. Let's do a live show. But you gotta tweet us. Let us know where you are. So at Mopcast Network or at Scotty White or what yours is. <laughs> Mine yours, is, is from pa- a per, from a, a past life. Um, mine <laughs> is Pageant Dad eighty eight. When my daughter used to compete on the pageant circuit. But she's uh, she's moved on to sports, so hey, so no. pretty happy with that. How's kicking nowadays? She is good. She uh, <laughs> just picked her up from school today. Um, right, she loves Christmas like me, like right. all kids do. Yeah, kids, kids like Christmas. And um, you know, she's Elf on the Shelf is obviously back in full swing, um, and she's just really, really excited. We've got some presents under the tree now. Um, we're pretty much done with Christmas shopping. Good. Just picking up the last few minute things. Trying to help um, Santa out there. Yeah, and so she's. Um, She's always like trying to. She'll go and check the box and be like, "What is it?" And I'll be like, "And I've just told her like off the wall like garbage presents." <laughs> like she was like, "What's in this?" I was like, "Oh, that's a bag of um, baby food, actually." So, <laughs> you know, maybe your dog or maybe maybe your cats. I don't know why I said dog. We don't even have a dog. <laughs> I was like, maybe your cats are hungry for some baby food. I think that's what what that is. That's very random. Just like baby. Because I'm, I'm very random. I just throw like whatever comes to my head. I and usually it gets me in trouble, especially with Carrie. <laughs> right. Because, um, like, we'll play Scattergory. Like, we're big into, like, board games and stuff. Okay. Um, so, like, we'll play, like, Scattergory or Pictionary or whatever. And, like, they can never beat me because I'm just insane. Right. Yes, yes, And I are. just have all kinds of random thoughts popping through my head. And so that worked out good for that. So we just uh, – and actually, last night we played um, Scattergories and I, I dominated. I've never played Scattergories. I had never played till last <laughs> night. I had never played till last night, and I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Are you uh, – well, What's your favorite board game? Oh, um, all right. So, are we talking like traditional, like family board games, or my favorite board game of all time? You can do both. Oh, traditionally, I like. Um, and are we counting card games? No, board games? no. Let's, let's, like let's we, we can talk card because uh, I want to. I want to talk about card games because you, you, we talked about off off the air about something I want to mention on the air. But um, I would go with Monopoly. Even though it no 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 I'll take that back <laughs> no no I'll go, no I'll keep Monopoly I will keep Monopoly because my because my board game my favorite board game of all time is similar to the, the one I was going I don't want to give two similar answers so I'll be diplomatic um, Monopoly I love Monopoly um, I have bought the whole board once wow yeah I would became like a don <laughs> I'm always like that uh, slum owner like I always buy like Baltic and whatever ones beside that that's how you build your empire baby that's how you build it i do that and buy the railroads and that's it and like usually i do good i'm usually like we usually play like four or five of us at a time and those games will go for like to like four o'clock in the morning right nobody ever goes out and so like 
I yeah, like I said, I own the uh, I own the slum properties and the railroads, and I usually I'm usually about the third. Per- I'm the, I'm the second mm-hmm. person out. So. <laughs> And then I just go to bed. So by then I'm I'm tired and ready to go. Ready to I like time. it. I love Monopoly. I'll play it. I love. It. I like Scrabble too. I like Scrabble. Do you like? Um, I like the Monopoly, but I like the character, like the different versions of Monopoly that they have. Like I'm a classic. Monopoly. Yeah, I'll play. That. I mean, I'll play them. I'm classic. I mean, I like the Star Wars Monopoly because yeah. I always like trying to buy Bespin, <laughs> which is you know Illinois, Indiana, and what's the other red one? Um, Kentucky. Kentucky. And so I try to buy all those because it's Best Men. I'm like, yeah, I like Best Men. Lando lives here. <laughs> I'm trying to th- my my. I like Life. As I have my- I have not played Life in probably since middle school. It's like Clue. I, I haven't played Clue in a hundred years. I haven't played Clue in forever. I think last like I don't I, I don't even know how I can't can't yeah. even remember playing Clue. Life I think I could probably fumble fumble through. Um, no, it's not too bad. It's kind of like Life. You just you just kind of go with the flow. Yeah, right. <laughs> you get a clue and follow Life, right? <laughs> Um, my favorite board game of all time came out in 1990, and it's out of print. It's uh, called Shattered States, and it's um, it's basically a small scale version of Risk. See, I've never played Risk. It always looks fun. Oh, Risk is cool. I, um, my copy of Shattered States is in Alabama, so when I come home, when I go home for Christmas, I'll bring it back. So because I now know that you play board games, and Candace Holiday of uh, the Cats Meow, her and her fiance are big board gamers too. Really? So we could actually do a board gaming group, and so that's kind of cool. We could do a board gaming podcast, an episode about board games or something. But okay, so Shattered States is um, Risk on a small scale. So it's the United States, mm-hmm. and uh, the government collapses and the states break up into territories. Nice. And so the object of the game is to control so many territories. Each territory has its own ability. Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, I'm trying to think of some cool ones. Um, New, New Jersey, the New Jersey area is called the Mid Atlantic, and they have the mafia. Nice. And so, once a turn, you can assassinate a player. And which basically means they lose a turn. So while they're trying to find a new leader, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to roll like a five or six and a six out of die, and if you ever, that you take that person out for a turn, and that's kind of cool. There's a couple of assassination cards in, in the in the, the, the there's a few decks you can play from. Mm-hmm. There's like a national deck, and then there's a, you know, the deck from Europe, Japan, and Mexico. And so you're you know you can buy support cards from and there's you know the weapons and tanks and planes and stuff. There that's what the support cards have. Um, but it's fun. It's and um, there's nukes, nice, and biological weapons and all kinds of craziness stuff in it. I like it. It's a fun game. You can cause riots in towns and oh, I love it. I'm so that sounds fun. That sounds it's, fun. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. You'll 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 like it. That you'll like fun. it. It's re- sounds complicated. Really easy to play. Yeah. And so and it's way better than Risk. I mean, I I, I like I always like those kind of war battle. I like Risk and. Um, Access and Allies is really good. Never played that either. I have a co- I bring, see. Uh, see, I here's the truth. I had bought all these games during the past four years of my college experience, and I took them all home when I went uh, back home to Alabama when I went home for the summer because no one played. Yeah, I couldn't find anyone to play with me, and so board games playing by yourself is lonely. <laughs> and so, um, and now I'm like I'm finding everyone. Oh yeah, we play board games all the time. Like, why didn't I know about this? Where were you a couple years ago? Right. So. Um, how about you? What's your favorites? All-time favorite game? I don't know if you can say it's a board game or not. Actually, it's not a board game. Uh, <laughs> Kerplunk and Don't Break the Ice. Are those board. are kid games. Those are board games. But, don't, uh, don't Break the Ice is fun. I like that. I like those as kids. 
Uh, I always sucked at operation. I always have shaky yeah, hands. So yeah, I knew suck at operation. I'd never be a surgeon. Yep. Early <laughs> on, I was like, nope, these shaky hands will kill someone. <laughs> I don't want this responsibility. <laughs> but um, don't break the ice. I love that. Um, and, and Kerplunk. And, like, the new Kerplunk that they have out now, it's so crappy. Like, we have it for Keegan, and it's nothing like the one I had when I was a kid. Like, it's just... Listen up, makers of Kerplunk. I'm You've very done. disappointed. But, like, it's just, like, so poorly made, like, than the one right. that I used to have. Like, it's just... It's sad. It's a sad state of affairs. Kerplunk is in. Uh, what's the one with the the, the bugs that you put together? Uh, oh, Cooties? Cooties, yeah. Yes. That was fun. Yeah, I, I we played got, as a kid. We got that... Uh, or Keegan got that last year for Christmas. So we played Cooties. And, um, and do you ever play Perfection? That's the one where you have to put it in like the, the like board, and if you don't get it, it like explodes. Yeah, right. Yeah, I played it when I was a kid. I haven't played that in forever. I, I either. It's not like a good, <laughs> I was like, I'm looking to play perfection a lot. No, I'm not. But I, I'm walking not, to Toys R Us. Do you have any perfection? Do, have you played Settlers of Catan? No. Oh, I gotta teach you that. That's a that, that's like uh, it's a German board game, but it's uh like it's the classic nerdy board game. Mm-hmm. And it's real real fun. You'd like it. I think I think Carrie would like it too. And. Uh, it, yeah, I have to teach you settlers. I'm gonna get a settler set, set Down over. Down to learn. I got, I got, I got to get a settler set over holiday break. So if anyone's looking to get me a Christmas present, <laughs> I'm looking for settlers of Gatan. Someone else can get me the uh, city's a nice expansion. And that's all I need. He's also looking for perfection. Don't let him lie. No, that's all right. It's like Simon. I wouldn't play it. Yeah, yeah. I, I sucked at Simon. I, was, like, yeah. I think I'm like any other kid. Like I'm good for like the first like five or six rounds. He's like beep beep beep. I got beep 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 beep. <laughs> then you just forget. You're like, oh my god, fine, I'll just try. <laughs> I'm so done with this. I know we used to, when I worked at Little Caesars, we had a um, like a kind of like something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coin operated, and if you got like to like the twentieth round, you got a free crazy bread. No kids ever made it that far. <laughs> like, we'd have adults come in, like, from, like, the little shopping mall we were in trying to get free crazy bread. Like, free crazy bread is not worth it. I just, no. I mean, not Give me a pizza for 20. Because it would take a while for you to get up there, too. Right, right. You work up an appetite by the time you get. Forget it. Here's $5. And, like, what's funny, though, is, like, there was this girl. She used to come in all the time. And I used to run my own specials. Right. I didn't steal money from there or anything like that. My managers would just make me mad, so I would just do, like, my own sales. <laughs> so, like, I would be like, I had people, people would come in and be like, I'll take three pizzas, and I'd charge them just for a two-liter of Coke. <laughs> so, like yeah, that, that is stealing. Well, no, I didn't pocket the money. Right, right. I mean, it is stealing, <laughs> right, but right. it's kind of like Robin Hood stealing, so I, <laughs> I don't really equate that as to being bad. It's like, um, listen, they've got enough. They're not noticing. They're obviously out there smoking, so. That's mm. what they get. Yep. And yeah. also, like. I was the saddest, like, saddest man, I guess. I was a teenager working the cash register. Right. And we worked in a strip mall. So, like, we'd have, you know, all these women coming in. So, like, I, this is really embarrassing. Like, it's uh, it's funny, sad. Oh, I cannot wait. Um, Like, there was this girl. She came in. Uh, she was attractive. She was good looking. She was an older lady. I'd say, and I was 50, 60 at the time. So, she was probably in her 30s. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not too, I'm not old by my standards now. Right. Um, But, like, she... <laughs> if she would give me a hug, I'd give her her pizza for free. Like, I'm the creepy <laughs> guy. Like, I was like, hey, um, she'd be like, she'd be like oh, I don't have money. I'm like, well, you can just give me a hug and I'll give you your pizza for free. And she's like, okay. She gave me a hug and, like, I was happy. <laughs> right. Rightfully so. Right. Rightfully so. So, yeah, that's definitely my, my little embarrassing story for the day. Well, I'll, probably not for the day. day but no, no. Uh, you'll, you'll come up one, one or two more before the end of the show. You always do. You have some good ones. 
I, I'm a definitely interesting. Like, uh, don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm <laughs> yeah, pretty interesting. You, pretty, you live an interesting life. I do. Um, uh, I guess we were talking about games because um, so there's this game called Chrononauts. Awesome game by uh, Looney Labs. Um, if you haven't, this is a free plug to for Looney Labs. Uh, if you haven't tried Chrononauts, it is it is the neatest card game ever. Super easy. Yeah. It the, the first game you play, you're well, sitting there kind of like feeling through it, but it's still easy. Yes. Like right. And I just got it probably about six weeks before you did, and uh, I've, I've I've been playing a lot. Um, you can play up from one to six people, mm-hmm. and I haven't tried solo knots. I know Carrie has. Yeah. And she said it was hard. She's, yeah, she's it's really hard. And but um, it is great. So um, if the so the game is about time travelers, and and so you, you get an ID card that gives you a backstory and what kind of time traveler, and it gives you an objective. You have to. And the the timeline's basically from Lincoln's assassination until Columbine. Columbine. So it's you know eighteen sixty five to nineteen ninety nine. Yep. And so there's all these points in history, and you know the Titanic sinking, and Hitler at the uh, Hitler opening up the Olympics. Yeah, in thirty three, and, 33 and um, Sputnik, and Lenin, Lenin, uh, John Lennon, JFK, JFK all, all these. Also, yeah, and so. But you can reverse them out. You know, you can reverse outcomes. So you can like um, prevent Lincoln from being assassinated, or save the Titanic, or kill Hitler at, in '33, and it changes all this timeline. And so you're 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 trying to get your guy home yeah. by fixing all the timeline in a certain way, or you can collect these weird artifacts, and that's another way you can win. And or ten cards in your hand. Yeah, or ten cards, which I have not done. Uh, yeah, I've never. Yeah, I get uh, seven. Seven. Yeah, that's those. on our game. I've never got seven, but seven. we play with four of us. And uh, my nephew actually got seven the other night. Well, because we had a bunch of patches, and so every time you patch, you draw a card. So that that helped. Ah, it's a cool game, though. It, is, it really is. It is also it's um, you know, for people who are like Doctor Who fans or just wanted to try a cool card game, it's, it's or if you're a history buff. or a history buff, yeah, a history buff. It's really it's just something different. And I, I'm a sucker for alternate history stuff anyway, or time travel and the whole bit. It's one of my favorite things, and so um, I can't. It's so crazy fun, though. It is. I was a little reserved about buying it. Right. Because, you know, I was like, man, I was like, I don't yeah. know if anybody's going to play with me. Right. Because I didn't want to buy a game and then just be stuck with them just sitting around the you house. should have brought your dust. set. I should have brought my set. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I sit there and I was like, uh, I finally, I talked Carrie into it. I was like, hey, I was like, I'll buy this. I said, this is going to be my Christmas gift from you. I said, I'll get it early. I said, whatever. So we did that. And um, yeah, so we've been, we've been playing it. We've played it like three nights in a row now. Actually, four nights in a row because we played last night. And it's it's cheap. Yeah, it's yeah, like fifteen really bucks. Yeah, and I'm I I want to play some more on just my regular set, but I want to get the expansions. Yeah, there's two expansions, and um, there's another subset called uh, uh, something about Colin. I can't remember what it's called. I can look. There's like there's the early early American years, um, the Gore years, and the Lost Identities that get you more ide- right. IDs. Have you played Flux? I, I have not played Flux. Have you? No, I haven't. Um, it looks kind of cool. Yeah, I hear. Uh, and there's a lot of versions of Flux. Yeah, there are. Because I know I bought my set from of Chronauts from Books a Million, and um, def- and they had all kinds of. That, actually, that was like I got the last box of uh, Chrononauts that they had. So oh, that's cool. It's, obviously, it's popular. It's very fun then. And so I, I like that. I like Cards Against Humanity is a fun game. Yeah, yeah, Cards, that's Card- fun. Uh, yeah. We played that last week at. Um, uh, or a couple weeks ago at um, Elaine Abdallah, who's of uh, Cats Meow, she had a, she threw her a little party and 
It's definitely Hang out there. It, it's more of an adult game. Yeah, it's more, more of an adult. Uh, game. You know, Chrononauts is more yeah. like it's any you know probably anybody yeah, can play. But. Yeah, you know, as long as you can, yeah, it's it's kind of a you know eight and up kind of thing, ten and up kind of thing. Um, Cousins Humanity, yeah, definitely eighteen <laughs> up, eighteen plus. But it's fun nonetheless. It is fun. It's really fun. We play that. We take those when we go camping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Take those when we go camping. I um. I don't think other games I like. Um, I'm a huge. Um, I like card games. I, you know, I I used to uh, run a card game store back in Alabama years ago, and uh, part of the perks of that I had to learn. Well, perks and detriments. I had to learn every game that come out, so I I played a ton of card games, and I like like all. Uh, I was a Pokemon judge for a while. Nice. I was uh, a Pokemon battler. I was yeah. in two leagues. And so I and I play Pokemon. I'm a I was a, I'm a magic. Well, was a magic judge. I can uh, Magic Gathering. I've done. Um, do they still do Pokemon tournaments? Probably. As far as I know, they do. I mean, um, uh, I can play Yu-Gi-Oh. I was a judge for that. Um, but I liked um, the card games. I liked. Um, there was a company that came out. I guess I don't know if they're still around, but they they uh, this company called the Cipher, mm-hmm. and they were from Virginia, and they were. Um, they got their kind of their start by doing those uh, murder mysteries kind of party games, uh-huh. and so you know you could, that's how they kind of got their their start. And then they moved to collectible card games back in the mid '90s, and they started out with a Star Trek game that was like Star Trek Next Generation, which was really really crazy complicated. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't start playing anything from them until the following year in '95. I was graduating from high school, and they had just released this um, Star Wars card game, and it's still by far my favorite card game. The game ran from '95 to 2000. It they stopped printing in 2000 because um, Lucasfilm got a sweet deal from Wizards of the Coast. I think, yeah, was yeah, or if I remember the story right, so um, George Lucas back in the day. When he first was doing Star Wars, um, got the merchandising rights from Fox. That's part of his. He, that's he. So he got all the merchandising rights. That's why how he made a lot of his money. <laughs> and so um, he's looking to do toys and end up getting passed on all these toy companies. Except this little toy company called Kenner. Yeah. And he got a percent. I don't know ownership in Kenner or something over the years. And then Kenner got brought by Hasbro, and um, which is a big toy maker. And I guess that ownership part went to Lucas. I think Lucas, I, if, I may not be right, but I, Lucas has some connection with Hasbro, too. And um, they bought Wizards of the Coast, who did Magic, the Magic Gathering. And so I think what Lucas did was bring all the properties home. He's like, well, yeah. Hasbro's making, makes my toys. I'll make them, let them make my card games and that kind of stuff, too. And so that's how the Cypher kind of lost its license. But... The players got together and started printing their own cards and making their own card digitally. Nice. And so it's been, so it stopped in 2000. It's 2004, so 14 years later. Game's almost 20 years old. It only lasted for five years. So, yeah. so for 15 years, people have been playing, and they, they still do tournaments, and they still do. Awesome. Yeah, it's a fun game. That's it's awesome. Uh, what I liked about it is is that the storyline was open. You could do, you know, you play a light side deck versus a dark side deck, but you could kind of build it any way you want to, mm-hmm. have what heroes you wanted, and, and, and I mean, and you can do all kinds of weird scenarios. Like, um, I, I put a Jawa on Dagobah and had Yoda train him as a Jedi. You could do that that kind of stuff. And nice. That, I mean, it was a really cool, in-depth kind of game, yeah. and... Um, 
they don't make games like that anymore. Man. They really don't. I, that's and I, I feel bad for Kia because like she's really been into Pokemon like and like I was huge into Pokemon. Like I said, I was in two leagues or whatever. Right. And like they didn't, you know, that was the highlight of my Saturday. I was like, I was like, like a like a, a man at work. Like you know, Monday through Friday, I was like, oh come on, one more day, one more day. Right. And you know, Saturday rolled around and we'd go to Toys R Us and books a million. I'd take my book and I'd battle. Trade cards and always look for that elusive uh, Charizard um, hologram. Yeah. hologram. Why was Charizard so popular? I don't know. I, don't, I always like Bulbasaur. I always like Pikachu, but um, but yeah, I, you know, that was awesome. That was awesome to me, like going and battling, right? And just being with my, you know, my friends or whatever. And like Keegan doesn't have anything like that. Like there's nothing like, right. like that now for like kids her age. Everybody's like into whatever else, and that's cool, you know. Right, right. I that's mean, co- time. I mean, it's, but it's a lot different. Than when I was a kid. Um, that's how I actually met um, Kevin from Inverse Press. Um, uh, the, he used to run Star Wars tournaments, and he would go to game stores and stuff. And that's you know he hooked up with, our, with the store I was working at, at the time, and uh, we started we started running tournaments there, and uh, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, they definitely they're fun. I would I'd do it again. I mean, I wish I could go back in time and <laughs> just one more battle. One more battle. I'm good. Come on, I'm like jonesing for it. Well, um, uh, I will. I know. I, I know. I'm gonna have. Um, hopefully, have um, Kevin uh, on the show in a few weeks. And so, I know one of the things that I want, want to talk about is kind of rem- reminiscent about the old Star Wars day. But um, another company uh, has started printing out Star Wars game called. Um, it's a Star Wars game from uh, Fantasy Flight, mm-hmm. and it's really really fun. Um, it's the artwork is beautiful. The game's pretty easy. And it's got that kind of storyline where you can kind of do all kinds of crazy stuff in it. So um, actually, if you ever want to learn, I got it. Actually, I have that in the lobby here at the station. Oh, is I'm, that what that Star Wars that, is? This is, this is the card game. There's a couple guys up here who played Magic. I was going to show them how to play um, Star Wars. and just haven't got around to it. And so, were you ever I'm, big into Magic? Um, I, mean, I know you said you were a judge, but were you ever like... Um, not really. Um, I never got into it. My, my brother-in-law's huge, like huge into Magic. It's... Okay, R- respect res- where respect is due. Uh, Magic is the grandfather of this card, this, this, this whole the whole mm-hmm. card game industry. And without Magic, I wouldn't have had Star Wars, and I wouldn't have had. Um, st- they did a second edition of Star Trek, uh, the card game, probably in two thousand two or two thousand three, and um, I had some of the best times of my early twenties. Doing just here's what we would do. All right, so they would do these. Um, Decipher would run these state tournaments. Uh, they'd have a world tournament in Indianapolis at Gen Con, which is a big gaming convention mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. And so they would do um, state run and um, statewide um, tournaments. And if you won the statewide tournament, you would get a, a, a pass into the second day of the world tournaments because the first day is a, a Swiss round robin kind mm-hmm. of thing where you would. You know, you'd have to get you know top eight made it to the next day. Well, you'd bypass that. You're already in the main tournament. That's awesome. And so, here's what we would do: Alabama's close to Georgia, Florida, Mississippi, and Louisiana. And so, there were two spots per tournament that you could do. The first and second place would move on, and so we would secure the Alabama first and second place, and then the whole group would travel to other states and secure the next two. If you'd won the if you won the tournament and had a spot, it would pass down to the next person who didn't have a spot. Nice. So we would lock we would just lock up the top eight. <laughs> so and we've done, we for two years we would go and we would travel. We we this little team of eight of us would yeah. go and make sure we'd all have spots. 
and make other people angry. I mean, we awesome. They probably I, hated you. Like, oh God! Like, oh man, here's those eight guys from Alabama. I remember. I remember. Uh, we went to Orlando, so that's an eight out. I went eight hours away to play Star Trek, the card game. I own my nerdum. I will own it straight up. I, you know, I, I had my Deep Space Nine deck. I was ready to go. You're going down, people of Orlando. <laughs> right. So I don't remember the kid's name, and if I did, I wouldn't have said it. But I don't remember his <laughs> name. And he was kind of like the us of Orlando. Yeah. You know, he was a good player. He's a top world player, and he was, you know, arrogant and cocky, which you know we weren't because it was like it's a card game about Star Trek. This yeah, is a ridic- like- this is ridiculous. But it, it's it was our weekend hobby. This yeah. is our you know this is what we're gonna do. And so, and I like the fact that we we did this. Going around tournament to tournament, just knocking out these top players so we could shore up our, our, our team. And so the year before us, he he, he beat us. And mm-hmm. so this year we came out with like a mission. We were going to, and sure enough, we locked him out. We'd lock. <laughs> and so I, I remember I played him and uh, I had to play him second round and he was running this Klingon deck and I was running this board deck. All right. So um, the, the way the boards work, they can steal other cards. Because they assimilate, so they yeah. you know they steal other people's cards. And I was like, all right, that guy now works for me and and, yeah. and stuff. And um, I caused more trouble for him. And I just w- I watched his deck dwindle and dwindle, and just his face get redder and redder and redder and more angry and more angry until I just was like, and it's over. <laughs> and I'll see you next year. <laughs> right, I will see you next year. And so. Um, so this kid probably like for the rest of the year was just like gotta beat him, gotta beat him, gotta beat him. Like just sitting there like. And then we didn't play the next next year. <laughs> he's waiting there. He's like, all right, where are these guys at? Just sitting there, you know. Because we did, we did, we went to the worlds the first year. So like people from other countries come over and play. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was a world tournament, so we had people and I because I beat a guy from Brazil. Nice. Yeah, it was really good. He had a huge deck though. I was like trying to figure out why, but um, I made it into. The, f- the first year I made it into the round two, like I made the top ten the first year. Nice. And so that's top ten in the world, which was, awesome. was was all, was the highest I ever got. Yeah, you got to put that on a resume. <laughs> <laughs> if I would, trust me, if I had won, I would have been like world <laughs> champion Star Trek player. I'm uh, world champ from 1997. Yeah, <laughs> 2002. Well, 2003. And then um, the second year we didn't do as well. It just didn't happen for us, so we were just we didn't kind of gave up on your world domination. Yeah, and what'd you get if you won for? Uh, like there's one money. There's money in stuff. Really? There, there was a cash prize. There was a cash prize. Nice. And, nice. and uh, that that was the fun part. I wish, and uh, I wish they could. I don't know if it was a cash prize and you got to make a card. Well, that'd been cool. So, yeah, that's the cool part. Is, you know, design. The money'd be all right, but yeah, like, money's always good. But <laughs> the the I mean, you honestly like if you could sit there and create something that's gonna mm-hmm. go out and you know. And the same thing was really good about making games like based based on Wars. The Star Wars game was great, and after they lost the Star Wars license, they picked up Lord of the Rings, and they ran a really sweet Lord of the Rings game, and because uh, you just took Frodo to to the mountain and got rid of it, and it was really really fun uh, until they sc- screwed the rules up and they did a second edition and mm-hmm. it wasn't nearly as good. But and I know why they, why they did it for longevity because the movies were running out and yeah. they're like we're running out, we need to do something, and it. You know, it, it wasn't nearly as fun. But the cool thing about that, because, you know, you were talking about um, the foil cards for uh, Pokemon, because they, they had the, the big the big, the big big versions of the evolution of the evolution all had foils. Yeah. Lord of the Rings had a foil call for everything. They had a, they had really? a, yeah, so 
you know, as a chase card, you know, every few cards would have a, a foil version of a deck. And so my goal was to full, I have a complete deck, 60 okay. cards of full cards, and I did it. And nice. Yeah. Took a lot, I mean, advantage of working in a game store, a lot of trading in a game store, uh, eBay and stuff like that. But between, I had, a, I had a whole deck foiled out. Awesome. Sold that thing shortly after, made a, made a pretty penny before, before it all crashed, but... You got out while the getting was good. Got out while it was getting good. And I, I used to be like a little hustler. Um, I used to go and buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards from the dollar store. Right. Was, or no, they were Digimon cards. Digimon. So I used to buy those. Digital monsters. And um, I'd buy them for a dollar. You got, I think it was like six cards in a pack or maybe eight. And then I would, there was a guy um, in the class. And like looking back on it, I feel really bad for this kid because he got the short end of the stick a lot in elementary school. Like it was rough on him. Um but we used I I would sell him the cards for five dollars a pack. I mean he was like there wasn't anything wrong with him. He was just different. <laughs> like I mean I didn't want to make it sound like I, was, like, I didn't want to make it sound like I was like taking advantage of like you know a special needs person. Or like, that. like he was okay. But anyway I sold him the cards for five dollars. Yeah a he's pack. cool. Right? I I wouldn't do evil things to special needs. But everybody else they're on the list. <laughs> Speaking of the list, that kid right now is probably like got a li- like a, a murder list. He's <laughs> like, all right, Aaron, let's kill you. <laughs> See, what's lucky for me though is I didn't go by this name when I was a kid. Just Aaron. Well, I probably I went by just Aaron Kelly. Aaron Kelly, kid. So unless he knows that I had the lynch, no, I'm probably safe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd sell him for. I paid a dollar six with tax. Sold him for five bucks. Nice little Hey, it's not nice bad. Hey, that's what you what you got to do, man. I really want to find my old Pokemon cards. I found a few of them the other day when I was helping my uh, nephew go through my grandparents' uh, right. attic. And so I want to find those, but uh definitely get I know I got, this I, weekend. I've got some, I've got some at my house. I'll bring them back so so Keegan can have them cuz cuz she'll she'll get a kick out of them. Yeah, she's like I said she's Christmas she's getting some so we're going to Cool. And it can and I forgot like I vaguely remember how to battle for Pokemon, but it comes with two decks and the card. You know how they have the little right. placemat to lay out and stuff. So and the rules. Yep. So we're gonna. That's probably what I'll be doing Christmas Day. Cool. Battling Pokemon. All right. Back to my inner like eleven year old. Like I, I was one of the older guys there too. Like you know right. at, at the at the Pokemon leagues, but uh. I'm trying to think what else I played. Um. There was a card game Wizards Coast came out with from White Wolf called uh, Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, the role playing game is Vampire the Masquerade, but there's a card game version called Vampire the Vampire the Eternal Struggle, mm-hmm. and that game's ballin'. That game's complex, kind of like a storytelling slash role playing kind of thing. We played for hours, and by hours I mean like like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> now I, there was a game store in Pensacola that me me and uh, uh, the girl I was dating at the time would go. And we'd go on Sundays and start at noon. Probably didn't get out to ten o'clock. And wow. and and but we play there. There'd be like fifteen of us playing each deck and these decks, the cards, and trying to kill each other down the table. And it's it's got you know you know it's got a lot of uh, uh, I don't know. You can, there are all kinds of stuff. There, there's some crime in it, and you can do you can attack other people. And then there's a po- whole politics and social section to it. It's mm-hmm. you know it's. Very complex, but very but, deep. But once you learn how to play it, yeah. and, and it takes a couple of games to kind of get the hang of it, it's, it's like you're like, this is all I want to play, and don't bother me. I'm going to be here all I weekend. Come here all weekend trying to do this, and so, so it's a it's a it's a fun game. And it's I don't think it's still around anymore, but it's got some, and the artwork for those cards are fantastic. I mean, just to look at. That's why, I, like, that's why I said, like, I really feel bad for like kids nowadays. Like, they have video games, and video games right now are awesome. Oh, They're yeah. so much better than when I was a kid. Yeah. 
but at the same time, they don't have the aspect, you know, like you said, like the card game right. aspect, which was a whole different right. world. And uh, I just it sucks. And, and I have, outside of Magic: The Gathering, I don't know who who really. Oh, Wizard of Coast, and Wizard of Coast makes Pokemon. Um, who really took that market really, really well? Because what what made Magic smart is tournament play, mm-hmm. and so. To keep tournament play alive and to keep the company alive, they they did things in what they call blocks, and so you could do legal tournaments or like so many sets, you know. So the this the current set and two sets back, it's the current block. So you know those 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 you've got, so you got to be buying cards. Card right, so you can keep up with with tournament play. So there's always it, it that always is really smart. yeah it's, it's a business plan. It's a it's a great business plan. You know? And so and 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 if you got the older cards, there's a, there's a whole like a classic turn type tournament and. But the current, you know, the current one, you have to the last and Magic the Gathering. Was, I haven't played in a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've played. I've you know, probably played. When I play last, I know I've played this semester once or twice. Um, but um, I actually played in October for um, my friend Joe's wedding. We before his wedding, we not not day of like the day before or something. Mm-hmm. We were playing. We were playing cards that night. And it's been a while since I played, but you know, it's it's magic's easy, yeah. and I think that's the that's that's a good and bad thing about it. The reason why I don't like Magic: The Gathering, I think it's a fine card game. I don't like Magic: The Gathering players. There's a percentage of players who are just not fun to play with. Yeah, I mean, I play games to to have fun, and some guys just play to dominate. And I yeah. guess that's a way to play. But I don't, you know, if I don't have fun when I can't do nothing, or and that guy just keeps talking to me. Oh, look, you can't have it. I'm going to take a hundred turns and blah blah. And like, okay, that's a neat aspect of the game, but I'm just bored. Well, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to flip the table and leave. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, smash! And so, yeah, it, it, you're right. It is no fun when you're when you're just getting dominated. Yeah, you can't do anything. Right, and it's you know once or twice is okay, but it's not just at the smack talk that go go with oh, yeah, it. And the, and there's. Yeah, and I've played against a bunch of rude magic players, and it's like it's it's a weird stereotype, but you know it's you know in my <laughs> experience it's kind of earned, and so, and I I will admit that I have probably played games and said some things I shouldn't have said because I get frustrated, and but you know, for the most part I try to be nice. Yeah, yeah. I always used to get in trouble for trash talking in sports. Like I said, I'm the I'm the white Rodman, so yeah. I always just get in trouble for. I'm st- trash talking. Like, here's a story. Um, we we used to play sandlot football. Mm-hmm. Um, in my neighborhood, there was a lot of kids, and we'd play on, on the street, right? Know, on, on concrete, so we'd play two hand touch. Yeah, you had to. It would always turn into something more than that, especially as we got older and testosterone right. started like just flowing through our bodies. Right. Like I remember, um, my good friend Matt. He was dating a girl at the time. Her brother came to the street to play. I didn't like Matt's girlfriend. She didn't like me. So I, you know, and I was I, I didn't want to be a you know, a, 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 a rude friend. So, you know, I went along with right. everything. But uh, when her brother played, that gave me a chance to kind of take my frustrations on out. On her through the brother. So we were playing two-hand touch. Well, like, I would, I was the type of two-hand touch player that would stiff arm <laughs> when I was running. <laughs> so, like, I'd stiff arm people. Um, I I kind of shoved this guy into my car. Right. Um, so we played up until, you know, we were old enough to drive. Shoved this guy into the car when he um so he hit the car and dropped the ball I was like don't come across it and I was a huge trash talker <laughs> huge trash talker I, I, like we almost got in several fights me and my friends so yeah I'm definitely definitely a huge trash talker uh, I, I'm, I'm okay at it I'm not I guess I've, I've had my phases but you know I don't really I feel weird trash talking yeah 
as you get older, like it's a little, it loses its luster. Right. Like I know we played um, basketball before my daughter was born, and like we were playing some some. When I say kids, that they were just a couple years younger than us. We were like playing like on a playground against like seven year olds. Right. So they were playing like some younger kids, and um, like I was just like this guy was about my same height. Um, and he, I was like, man, I was like, you suck. You, you're, you're garbage. I said, you should probably just go home and kill yourself. Like, <laughs> I, go, I go brutal. Like, I was like, man, I was like, you're, I was like, you, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I don't think I've been that brutal. I'm, I'm pretty brutal. And like, I feel bad about it afterwards. Right. Like, I go up to the guy and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> that's not me. That's a different animal. But yeah. yeah. Uh, trash talk during like when I'm watching football. Like, like huge Bills fans as, as the four listeners in the Mothman know. Um, but, uh, like, especially when they play the Patriots and the Bills mm. do well, I'm, I'm kind of, I'll try to start because, you know, I hate Tom Brady. And so, <laughs> anytime I can make Tom Brady sad, which is not often, <laughs> uh, I, I have to get my, you know, I have to. Well, so usually you probably have to do your uh, trash talking about the first couple games of the season when they still don't forget who they are. Right. Like, they're still like, oh, man, we're the Bills. Crap. We got to start losing a whole bunch of games. <laughs> like they are now. Yeah. I mean, like, they, they always start out hot. Right. And they'll win, like, two, four games or whatever, and then it's just like, oh, crap. Yeah, we're Buffalo. Oh! <laughs> we're not supposed to be this good. Yeah, I, I was really hoping they were going to be Denver. Did not happen. Yeah. Because <laughs> I really want that wild card spot. And, and mm-hmm. My team, Baltimore has to win out to get in. I think we do too. I think we have. I think we have to win out now. If only we were in the NFC. I mean, like, oh man, right? The NFC South is atrocious. <laughs> right. You've got the Panthers could have a reasonable chance of winning it, and Cam Newton broke his back. back. So I mean, like, you know, and like, you look at those guys. The, the Saints got beat at home <laughs> by the the um, who did they play this past week? They got Panthers at home. Yeah, they got demolished. Forty-one to thirteen. Yeah. So I'm sitting like, man, I'm like, the NFC South is just ridiculous. The NFC is ridiculous. The NFC is ridiculous. I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into the whole what's better AFC NFC. Yeah. But let's 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 look at this. Not the Bills are not a bad team, but it's we have been through. I mean, we've had some bad seasons, but mainly it's hard to be a good team when you've got the the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots all in the same division, mm-hmm. and they're all. You know, the Patriots are going to dominate anyway. And you got the other three who are rel- the switch out who's the worst, yeah. but they're all relatively decent. And it's just like, I mean, we just slam up against It's like the SEC. Yeah. <laughs> That's um. Real quick, roll tide roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, roll tide roll. <laughs> I don't have to come on the I don't have to come on the sports show, really, because I want roll tide roll. <laughs> what you laughing about? Roll tide roll. <laughs> War Eagle. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't really know any Auburn fans, really. Like my mother, is she really? Yeah, hi mom. She's in, she'll. I bet right now she's she's listening to this. If she does, she'll. So my mother, three other fans, and the Mothman. Whoa! I mean, she's she is um she's a big warrior, and dad's a dad and and, and biology father. I know he's a um, they're all um, Alabama. So roll tide roll. Nice. I you know for me, uh, I like both teams. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not particular between one. I'm happy when my state wins. Um, I'd like to see the championship go back to Alabama for because there was a time for four years it was in either three years in Alabama, one in Auburn. Hell, made made, made Alabama look really really good yeah, as a state. 
that's like how it is up here with WVU and Marshall. Right. El Jefe Loco is a huge Marshall. Is a huge Marshall fan. He's a huge Marshall fan. I'm, I'm a Marshall he, fan. I thought he was going to have a heart attack this la- this past weekend when they played um, right. in their in, against Louisiana Tech. Right. Like we were, we were calling a game actually, and during you know we'd go to break or whatever, and he would look at his phone, and I I could tell what was going on in that game by what color. LFA was <laughs> because like if they're doing good, you know he was he was you know he wasn't red at all. But if they were losing, like you could see him like he was like, throwing pins and like just losing. I he was gets like, into it. He does. I was like, man, I was like, you gotta calm down. You're gonna well, the make bar- yourself sick. The bar winch was actually at that game. She's a um, she's an alumni at Marshall, so yeah. she got she got both her degrees at Marshall University, a fine institution. I've been. I uh, she's taken me to a couple of um games up there i went uh this season and watched um it was an awesome game and uh, her daughter got um when uh marshall won the championship because they won their conference championship um she got uh, a piece of the goal post really yeah i know um, i i showed el jefe loco the, the video of them walk, walking it off the field the goal post which yeah. is cool yeah which is cool they took down the goal post and they walked it they they walked it to a, one of the steel mills and they cut it in, in sections nice they broke five blades to do it <laughs> But um, the Barwinch's daughter uh, held on to the goalpost for like three hours to get her piece. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's so really she got awesome. A piece of goalpost, and that's good. That's very very cool. It's that, a very cool souvenir. Yeah, that's something you probably keep for a long time. Yeah, right? forever. Yeah, something cool to have. Definitely, definitely something cool to have. How how's school going? Oh, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> me too. Me too. I, uh, finals this week, uh, or I guess finals last week because this this will air next week. But um, um, I had uh, I advantages of being a senior. I don't my my I, I can schedule a little better, and so my only finals I had this week were on Monday and Tuesday. My t- <laughs> I am not good in math. <laughs> I will, I will straight up say that I am not good at math. In fact, I had to take what is called um oh I don't know what they call what it. They call it. Is I mean, it? it's not remedial because I, I got corrected by one of the guys that did academic affairs was like, it was not remedial math. I'm like, it's remedial math. It's what it was. They call it intro math? No, it's got, it's got, it's got a better PC name. I, I don't know. I have to, I'd have to ask him again what, what they, what they called it. Um, so I took that this semester because, and basically to be polite, it's, it's for ma- math, right? It's for math for people who don't know what numbers are. So it's like, all right, after 10, there's 11. And we're like, Ooh, that's like two ones together. Does that make two? No, no, you're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. No, no just slow down. Right. Slow down. Take and, notes on this. All right. And then they add no- letters to it. So it's like one, uh, a, <laughs> and then they put another number on top of it. So it's like one, a squared. I'm like, oh, I understand this. And then there's graphing and all this other. Friends, I am not a bad student. <laughs> I am not. I have I have I have a high GPA, and luckily this class, since it's remedial, doesn't count. It doesn't count against my GPA. Doesn't count. I don't get credit for it. I just have to take it. If I pass it or get a certain grade, I get to go to the the gra- the math. You're a gatekeeper. You like this gatekeeper, the math that counts. Um, I will say this. Um, I am thankful for the math professor, our adjunct professor, who. Uh, uh, had a bunch of tests and you could let, let you retake them and I retake a bunch of tests and I was feeling good about the retakes and so I was like yeah I, 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 can, I, I understand this I got this and so I, I took the final on Monday and I felt good about the final mm-hmm. until I turned it in yeah. because I felt good about the retakes on the tests and then I got them back after I turned in the final <laughs> and friends um 
let's just say they weren't stellar grades. And so it's like... It's like earth-shattering. Right, you're, and, and I'm like... You know, realistically, Scotty inside wanted to cry. <laughs> I just want to get this man. Why don't I understand it? I, I, and so uh, um, I, I didn't know. I just but you uh, got it together till you I, got out in your car. And huh? I, and I just, I, I held those papers in my hand, and I didn't look to see what I got wrong. I just, I looked at the grades and was like, oh, really, seriously? I mean, look, I retook some tests. I, 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 I bombed. Mm-hmm. And the retakes were better, but not by much. <laughs> and I had I I did tutoring and I did you know I, I I did what I could and I thought I understand the concept. And I think for me I, I think I miss like the basic math skills. Sometimes I screw up adding, subtracting, multiplying, dividing something. Not like I may overcount or something. I don't know because that's the only thing I, I can understand. Because like give me a formula and I know where to plug things in and I know the procedure to do that. I still won't come up with the right answer. Yeah, that's. That's the same way I am. To me, honestly, like, I hate how, like, they're like, oh, well, you need to take this math class because you'll use it for the rest of your life. Like, I know that was always big in my high school. Right. My thing is, like, I'm not going into anything where I'm going to be building anything. Yeah, not an engineer or a chemist. So, really, realistically, the only thing I need to know how to do with numbers is for money. Right. Really. Right. Because that's the only, you know what I mean? So, as long as I feel like I'm okay to pay my bills. And I think think college math... Teaches critical thinking skills, and that's something you gotta have. Yeah, I mean, and that's something you do in everyday life. Um, but I get that in other classes. So I mean, I I don't know. I'm not. I'm just not good with numbers. I I'm, just I'm terrible with with the math and science. I'm more of like the history and the liberal arts. Yeah, is, same. Is well, com majors is, is yeah. what we do. So, <laughs> um, f- uh, friends, if if you pray, it'd be helpful. Um, I have to get a certain grade to get in that, and I hope I did. Uh, I register for classes, and I. It, the computer let me register for the the math Good class in that math class, so I'm just gonna go with that and hope. <laughs> that's that's me. I have, she have mercy on me. Cause is there two remedial math class? Cause I've been at state. No, so no, long. no. They combined them to one. See, that tells you how long I've been here. I've been here since because it used to be when I first started taking my math. You had to take the first one and pass it, and then you had to take the second one. Right. Um. So, I have the first one passed, so maybe they'll let that count as my. Yeah, see, I would check on that because uh, because now it's just the math twenty. So if that's the case, then I'll be up for 111. Because it was, what, 90, 99? Yeah, 9, no, yeah, yeah. 99 yeah. or something like that. Something it's 99 and something. Yeah, and, or 99, 100. It and, was definitely. And then they combine them to math at 20. So I don't know how 99 and 100 makes 20, but I'm not going to complain, you know, math, whatever. Like, hold on, listen, I know I need to take this remedial math, but whoever <laughs> d- came up with these numbers here, you, uh, it's not equal. But. You know, besides besides math, I mean, math is my last real class I need to take to graduate. Everything else has just been, you know, electives and fun stuff. So, I mean, I took a po- video post-production class. I did well on it. I took art of theater, which is um, the intro to theater class where I needed to graduate. But it was, you know, my emphasis is theater. And so um, it was very, very remedial. I had yeah. taken all the other theater classes before. So, I mean, it was a cakewalk. Um, I took a... a, a a TV class where we produced a show, which was good because I know you took the intro class this yeah. semester, yep. and, and uh, I hear you've uh, signed up for the. I have, I have. Signed so up for the, the, the class I was in now, um, so I'm taking the TV lab, so you'll be seeing me. Nice. So nice. I'll be doing some stuff, um, because I needed uh, one more hour to be full time, so I ended up taking TV lab. That's that's me. Um, semester wise, I, I I feel like I did I did all right. I know I've already gotten back um one of my grades, uh, for one of my classes um my. Com 100 or Com 101 class, intro communications. I got an A in that. 
I still have. How did uh, you get that? I mean, was it already online? Yeah, it was online. Wow. Well, it was an online class, and like sh- the grade book, she up. Uh, oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, but I did that, so I got. I ended up with a. With and which a, class was that? Calm one hundred and one. Oh yeah, because I made a B in that. Because I'm like, um, I was talking to somebody, and they're like, "Why are you just now in Calm one hundred and one if you're a junior?" And I was like, "Well, I switched degrees a lot." Oh, I, I didn't take until I didn't take until my I think my junior semester. That's that's me. This is my junior uh, fall semester. But I took Com 101. I took. I may take um, it last semester. I, I don't know. I can't, something. Took uh, race and gender, which I, I'm feeling pretty confident about. History, world history to the 1800s with the Korean guy. Yep, and I, I love him. I love his class. I'm, I'm kind of sad I won't have to take him anymore. Um, but you can I, always take him as an elective. I think. Well, I've got all my. It doesn't matter. Like just, stuff. It like, just I'm almost like I'm like a couple classes away from a minor in history. That's why right. I've taken. Get the minor in history because it's really easy. I um so I took that and I I only had to get like a fifteen on my final. No, that's nice. So to get an A, so I got that and then TV, um, kind of, I think I did all right in that class and then Radio Lab. Mm-hmm. I should have. I should. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, you broadcast and so. So yeah, it should be another good semester for that's, me. That's cool. I'm oh. trying to dig myself out of that GPA hole. Uh, <laughs> I dug myself into early on in my college career. Well, I mean, sometimes it takes out. So um, what are you taking next semester? Uh, intro to com- or consumer chemistry online, um, HHP healthy living online. Yeah, told you to take that. Um, I'm taking voice addiction to kind of help me. Yeah, yeah. Out. Um, advanced TV and uh, radio lab again, and I think that's it. Cool. That's it. So I should be. I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking the math class I need um, to graduate. I'm taking. Uh, all right. So there's a, and c- a class called freshman experience, <laughs> that um oh. you're supposed to take as a freshman. And when I was advised, since I was an older, I'm a non-traditional student. They were like, oh no no, you don't need that. I come to find out my junior year that I have to have it. And so I was. I went with the whole. Well, fine. I'll just take it my last semester. Yeah. So here it is, my last semester, and I'm taking it. What they're doing for me since I have been so active in school though they were like the the dean of the college was like it's not going to benefit you so let's do something else and so they're using my production skills i'm going to do a i'm producing a video for nice to show you know to other arts and humanities freshman experience classes so that'll be produced that's awesome yeah that sounds cool it's something you know a, a you know I'll, I'll have to you know acquire the knowledge that they're just so so that, that fulfills that need i'll have to um you know know where everything is and what the alma mater is and our little bit of the history of the school that kind of stuff but and just you know how how arts and humanities fits in the university is kind of what we're going to go with Mm -hmm. yeah i i took i transferred to state um state was not my first college but um what was your first college glenville that's what i thought glenville was pioneers um (laughs) but yeah i i transferred here and i took my freshman experience class up there but i didn't stay for the whole semester so it didn't count um but where I'm a non-traditional student, I guess now, anyways, I am. Mm-hmm. Um, they they put me in a in a freshman experience class, and the teacher was like, "You don't have to come back." Oh, well, that was she nice. Was, she was <laughs> like, "You're," she was like, "You've been in here since." She's like, "You graduated high school in '06." She was like, "You have a family. You have a job. You're, you know, you you know what you're doing." Right. She was like, "Don't don't worry about coming back." She said, "Just I'll give you a so, pass." Let's talk a minute because I, I met you two semesters ago, and um, so that's a year ago, and uh, with with your buddy Matt, mm-hmm. and I, he brought you back to do sports with him, and uh, 
So your first semester here, you basically just took the radio lab. I did. I um, I was on probation, Mac. Not like legal probation. No, right, 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 academic. Yeah, I was on academic probation, um, and I was kind of not sure what I, I always felt like I wanted to do this, mm -hmm. but kind of didn't do it because I wanted to be like a grown up and be like, oh well, I need to get like a, a real job. And like now that I'm doing this, I'm like, right, well, this, right. Is, you know, this is a real job. But um, at the time, like I was looking at being a teacher, so um, but yeah, I was on academic probation. I came back. He got me a, you know, he got me hooked up with um you all up here and uh definitely I got good decision for you yeah, i mean yeah. you're you, you've been great for us and uh and it, it's been really fun it's right been really fun i've got a lot of experience in a lot and of you, have, you had a good semester last semester i did i made dean's list last semester so so from academic probation to the dean's list yeah i mean and 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 you know i don't know who in higher education listens to but that's what's neat about certain programs here and i especially like for ours and, and you know that, that we have something to, to offer some someone like you to motivate you and radio mm -hmm. station something 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 cool to do and so um well and also el jefe loco kind of yeah similar. same way with el jefe loco who, you know the, the sports guys both had a had a rocky start to college and and they've turned out to be just you know yeah. an asset to us and you know, for me, I didn't go to college, and so I I, I didn't start until you know thirty three, and I just kind of was in a rut in my life, and I needed to do something different. Yeah. And uh, what I wanted to do, no one was letting me. Yeah. And so they were like, "You need education or some other stuff, and or some experience," and no one would let me. You know, Without the you know, I wanted, you know, I thought I was going to do theater, and I really wanted to do film. I still want to do film, and I, uh, I I came up here to do film, but uh, realistically. I had this whole dream about doing theater, and I wanted to direct. I love directing. Directing is one of my favorite things on the planet, and no mm -hmm. one would let me direct a play because I didn't have any experience, and no one's willing to take it. Community theaters are they don't make money, hardly money anyway, and some lose money, and so it's kind of hard to take a shot on. Right, somebody. yeah, it's hard to take a shot on somebody. No, they, they don't have the room to. And I get it, but yeah. it's like, you know, I'm it's really good. Suck. Right, I'm really good on this this other, and I, I'm an, I'm an okay actor. I'm a better director, mm. and so. Uh, I, but I got to finally got to direct this past summer. I got to, you know, for my internship, I got to direct, and I hope to do it again. It's one of my favorite things in the world. It's really neat to, to take someone's words or your own words and and have them kind of translate to a whole different audience. Yeah. And there's this is a hard, you know, it's a hard feeling to explain. My favorite thing about it, and I wish I could have done it for this past show, but I had to be in this past show. But um, I love to sit in the audience or behind the audience and just listen to see if they get bits and jokes and gags that we created. Yeah. Specifically, see if they laugh or they gasp or they do whatever. And that's that's what I like. Um, I did a, the, the very first short play. It was like, oh, it's less, it was shorter than a one act, but it was for a scramble con competition. Mm hmm. And I sat in the back and nearly cried when the audience at the end. It's a bitter. It's a kind of a sweet ending to it, and the audience all went, "Oh, together!" And it's like, you know that all that hard work you put into it this, meant it, it meant something and it worked. And so that's that's the stuff I like. Now, if I can make a little money doing that, that'd be even better. Because I'd love to do this as a, I mean, it's a full time gig. I mean, yeah. you know, I I, I want to entertain people, and that's me. Like I. I drive Carrie crazy. Like uh, she doesn't think I'm very funny, right? Like because she lives with me twenty four seven. So you know that right. I see where I kind of wear off on her. But like her friends and my friends are always like, "Oh, you're so funny. You're hilarious. You're hilarious. You should do stand up." And like I battled anxiety. I guess still right. battle it sometimes. But I, I think um, that's on my bucket list. I want to do like a open mic night and go 
go try to do do a little stand up comedy. Thing. That's cool. That's cool. So I wanna, wanna try to do that. So all cool. And uh, yeah, one of these days we'll get to do this stuff live, and that's gonna be fun. Yeah. And so that may help. And yeah. So. Well, what's helped a lot is you know just even you know I've been doing a, a radio show since July. Right. Sort of, um, and then you know broadcasting doing basketball and football that helps a lot because you know people especially basketball right because you're right down there on our on our new in the Walker communication center you're right down there in the thick of things so there's it's 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 really nice it's it's a beautiful gym down there yeah it's a beautiful so if you get a chance to come to west virginia come to the institute come definitely check out our our camps at west virginia state and our comments can't though was it uh, walker 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 conversation center I was joking with somebody today. I said after I graduate, my next goal is to have a building named for me. I always say like <laughs> if I if I get rich like after doing this, I'm I'd like to get back to the university, but I would like to get back to the comm department. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's what, you know, it's us. So yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I may not have my name on a uh, on a building out front. I have one on the inside. I my name is on the convocation center because when I served on board of governors. So it's in the lobby. So all the board of governors at the time when when it was built. And so what's really cool about it? Is I always think when people stand in the lobby and board, they'll always read my name. Nice, <laughs> Scotty White. It's kind of cool. Well, um, I guess that's it for us for this week. Um, next week, um, we we're kind of off. We we um, we've recorded a special holiday edition, though. And so there's there'll be some treats in that for 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 you all and. Uh, then we'll do. We're going. I'm gonna be a couple of weeks out without my co-host here. He, he'll still be doing the Triple Name Sports Show though, so we'll have that. Um, I will be in Alabama. We'll be doing a Mopcast on the road kind of stuff, and uh, looking forward to that. And then we come back. We'll be back at the end of January with my my illustrious co-host White Robin here, and he'll have all kinds of stuff to catch us up on. Oh, yes. You know. You know. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, well, uh, as always, there'll be some kind of special tag at the end of this. I don't know exactly what that is yet, so so um, there'll be something you can enjoy after we can do fun talking. <laughs> okay, so uh, I want to admit, fun this week, guys. I haven't really prepared. It, yeah. You know, it's uh, you know, I got you know uh, between getting on iTunes and working on competition pieces for this this organization we're in, plus finals. I've just been kind of. I would have loved to record this early, but it just didn't happen. So. Yeah, it's so. So next week, so next week episode, you guys, you get a holiday episode. You'll get uh, a really, really cool guest and all kinds of all kinds of goodies. Um, but um, so we'll leave you with something. <laughs> uh, as always, go. Uh, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go create your own and. Uh, um, have a good holiday. Yeah. You know, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah, you celebrate. Yeah, have a good one, man. And, you know, if you can't celebrate with your family, find some friends. Hell, I like to go see a movie on, on Christmas Day. So that's what I'll be doing. Um, so until we, we meet again, um, see you later, Mothman. <laughs> <laughs>
those cute furry creatures will help get their mommy issues resolved. Which is why, 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 oh why, oh which is why, which is why, which is why, They're tiny little deer, so don't you fear when I say girls love dick dicks. Girls love dick 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 dicks. So if you see a girl tonight, why don't you treat her right and show her a little dick dick? It's true that girls like chocolate and purses are quite nice. We really like those necklaces with our names written on a grain of rice. But what we like, we can't deny, no matter how hard we try. Who knows why? Girls love dick 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 dick. They're tiny little deer, so don't you fear when I say girls love dick dick. Girls love dick 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 dick. So if you see a girl tonight, why don't you treat her right and show her a little dick dick? Girls love dick 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 dick. They're tiny little deer, so don't you fear when I say girls love dick dick. Girls love dick 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 dick. So you see a girl tonight, why don't you treat her right and show her? Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.